The whiskey's my friend. Pa-ra-pa-pa-pum. And it's cold outside. You're listening to Those Dram Ginzers with your hosts, John and Zach. Hey everyone, I'm John. And I'm Zach. And welcome to Those Dram Ginzers where we drink bourbon. And I'm dreaming of a white. Whiskey. Whiskey. <laughs> but we don't have any white whiskeys today because this is our second whiskey advent calendar. Indeed. This is number 6 through 10, December 6th through the 10th. So something I found out after we recorded 1 through 5, because remember we were curious on who did 5 through 8, right? Mm-hmm. Michelle did 1 through 4. Uh, Scott did 5 through 8. Okay. And, well, this will already come out after that one. Uh, Alex did 9 through 12. Right. So we'll have three of Scott's, two of Alex's. Yes. And John, I'm noticing. We can definitely tell which ones are Alex's. A distinct color difference. (laughs) So this should be a very, very interesting episode. If you need to spend the night, you're more than welcome. Okay, thank you. (laughs) All my stuff's at work anyway. I don't care going in the same clothes. Anyway. We got showers and we have a washing machine. So that's true. You know, that's true. Just saying. So better, uh, home, better home late than never. True. Very true. Very true. It is a little bit of uh, whiskey with whiskey history. Whiskey history. Mm. Uh, today, when we're recording, is actually December fifth. So we're actually getting ahead of schedule. Yay! What, uh, what? Today is repeal day. The uh, prohibition was repealed on December fifth. 1933. Suck it, government. <laughs> so this is a double awesome that we're having these five tonight. Mm-hmm. Make mine a double. <laughs> All right. So uh, I don't really have anything else to talk about. You just want to get right into it? Okay. Okay. Number six. Ready to fight. Ooh. I like this smell. Mm-hmm. It's a sweet corn. I get a lot of corn mm-hmm. on this. This this smells like a traditional bourbon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited about this one. Yeah, little fruit hints, mm-hmm. um, subtle hints of vanilla. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Spicier than I was anticipating, mm-hmm, but I don't mm-hmm. mind that. No, not at all. There's a little bit of a slight hint of um, cinnamon to mm-hmm, me, mm-hmm. and you can take it. No, it's okay. <laughs> I want to share. Here, let's set it up. We brought our fa- flavor wheel. Oh, that's a good idea. Put it right there. You know, it's a funny word. What? Anise. Or is it anise? No, it's an anise. Anise. That's what's in uh, 
<laughs> Your children. Um, anise is uh, typically in pizzelles. So a traditional pizzelle is flavored with anise. <laughs> You're never going to be able to eat pizzelles again, are you? No, it's just every time I do, I'm just going to start like snorting crumbs out of my nose. <laughs> from laughing too hard. How's that pizzelle? <laughs> And that's when Zach was never invited to a party ever again. There's a little bit of a woody. Oh my gosh. It's like what we talked about last episode. Just doing Words are hard. Words are hard, but especially when you have the brain of a twelve year old and it's just kind of like, oh, what's this? This has got a bit of a woody flavor. Oh. oh. <laughs> um But there is, there is like a bit of an, a woodsy flavor to this. Like a woodsy, a sweet not too earthy, just a little woodsy. To me, like toasted, a little toasted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I get that. Um, <laughs> maybe a little bit of clove. I'm trying to decide if the spice we're having, because there is a, a decent hug with this one, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to think if the spice we're having is proof or if this is a rye bourbon. Mm-hmm. I definitely think it's not a rye. This is a bourbon. Mm-hmm. No, I think it's a bourbon. It's oh. too sweet to be a um, watch. I'm going to be proven so wrong. Now, I'm going to say this with all the confidence. This is most definitely a bourbon. Then here's egg on your face, Zach. Yeah. No, but I do. I think this is a, a I think it maybe is a split between being a higher proof rye based bourbon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I get a little bit of that. I don't get a lot of black pepper in terms of the flavor, but definitely that's black pepper kind of spice on the back end on the, the way heat. down the, the heat. heat yep mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a heat with the black pepper mm-hmm. i uh i know we were pretty um we were pretty picky and judgy on the first one but uh i kind of enjoy this one mm. maybe now that like one through five like set us up you know what i mean like it hit us in the face with the spice you know mm-hmm. no i'm enjoying this one um I want to know. I love that cinnamon hint. I do too. That really mm-hmm. that that is kind of what pushes this over the top for me. Yeah, you know, it goes from being just like a a a, a good bourbon to being something that I would buy. So yeah. you know, I mean, there's my rating. This is a yeah. house for me. I was just gonna say it's a house for me as well. Um, who do you think is who's walking around chewing on geraniums? I don't know, man. People know. People that like florists and stuff, they could pick this kind of thing. So, like people that actually work with flowers for a living, yeah, or as a hobby, right? They would pick this stuff out super easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the other other whiskey pie, the, the the podcast, the one I thought we've talked about before in the show that I listened to out of Franklin, they had like a whiskey weekend last year, mm. and. Um, one of the husbands brought his wife, and she's also starting to get into bourbon, was at this point. And she, I don't think she is a florist, or she just has worked with flowers, and right. is like, or just really. A green thumb. Basically, yeah. And she, um, she was picking out floral notes with this one, right. like, like, like a, a blind taste that they did. Really? And That's they awesome. were just astounded by how accurate she was to what. Was actually on the, like the flavor notes that were on the bottle. I'm just imagining like in order to get better at it, I'm just going to go to Home Depot and someone's going to come up to me like, sir, can you please stop chewing on the flowers? This is my research. Can you stop sticking your nose in the flowers? 
make me. And that's when they hit him with the nail gun. All right. Yeah, I'm trying to get this to stay up a little bit better. <laughs> my well, my pop filter. I'm well, trying whiskey, to get the... well, whiskey's not going to do anything for that. Hey, oh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> John's a saint, everybody. He really is. You can That's tell right. he's a dad because he's got a lot of patience working with this child. No, you're good. I'm enjoying this. I wouldn't still be doing this if I, did, if I didn't like you. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, that's a house, a definite. Uh, every way, shape, or form, that's a house. Super easy to get, get into that one. Thank you, Scott. Mm-hmm. I won't lie you to redeemed you. yourself for number five. I won't lie to you. I was a little worried about today. Mm-hmm. I still am, but now it's mostly because of Alex. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's uh, crack open number seven and see, uh, see what we think of this one. Hold on. We didn't get any of this noise in the last one, so just. Oh, you want to. Yeah. <laughs> The best sound. You want to tell them what you just used to to make that? You were pretty excited about this one. Oh well, I mean, I, um, yeah, my, um, for my birthday this year, so I'm, I'm a bit of a Downton Abbey fan, as is my family. Um, you know, the Granthams and I, we we hang. You know, um, and you know how with like game of thrones and other popular shows they have a lot of offshoots with product and they've got like the game of thrones coffee and they've got the game of thrones um whiskey well right. well yeah down- i have a bottle of the targaryen the cardu or whatever that one is yeah well downton abbey did the same thing where they had a lot of since it's a very british show they had downton abbey teas and downton abbey biscuits and they have a downton abbey uh blended scotch whiskey which oh. my parents got for me and that was what i used to make the thunk. nice so. so we'll have to try that one. Yeah. Is there the show is done. They're coming out with a movie? They already came out with a movie. Oh, the movie's already out. The movie's, okay. out, the movie's been out. And it was okay. really good. I enjoyed it. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. It was everything that you love about the show, but in a two-hour movie. Oh, sweet. So it basically felt like an extended, bigger-budget show episode. Gotcha. Which was perfect. A two, was like, like a two-hour episode or something It felt like, like the Christmas special, but with a bigger budget. Gotcha. Which was perfect. That's exactly what every Downton Abbey fan would have wanted. So, so they took a series that was well-beloved. Mm-hmm. And made a movie out of it, mm-hmm. a, a, a sequel, if you'll say, right? Yeah, it was kind of okay. like a uh, Where Are They Now? And they did it right. Yes. Shocking. Mm-hmm. That never happens. <laughs> Do you know who else has done that? Who? Breaking Bad. See, I heard bad reviews of the you one didn't on like El Camino? I didn't watch it. I just heard a lot of bad reviews. I enjoyed it. Okay. I liked it. I, I didn't have any issues with that. I thought that it was great to find out what happened to Jesse. I, I figured it would be, well... Well, um, it was well reviewed by critics. Yeah. Oh, see, all of the reviews I saw were just like, "Stay away from this movie." They were. Uh, it's got like a ninety-five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, nice. So I don't know. I I I, I enjoyed the show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, my wife. I didn't. Like, I watched it sparingly with my wife. She kind of binged it to get ready for the final episode because um, she got it got into it late. Yeah, that was. I I had to been. Oh, actually, I didn't finish it until. Maybe a year after the last episode oh, because okay. it was so hard to watch. Because mm-hmm. It, it, mm-hmm. this is going to sound weird. It was so good it was hard to watch. It's very realistic. Because they well, it make, looks realistic. Yeah. They make his journey into just depravity and criminality and the exploration of his psyche Yeah, in that film. Watching how he starts to justify his actions and then moves from justifying them to enjoying them. Yeah. 
was incredibly difficult to watch, especially with sequences. Spoiler alert. It's been out for a while. You're good. I'm going to give them another five seconds. You've had your chance. Here we go. Um, when Jesse's girlfriend, when he bumps her out of the safety position after they do heroin and she starts to asphyxiate on her own vomit and he just stands there and watches mm-hmm, her die, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that was one of the hardest moments in television for me to sit through and watch. I yeah. genuinely, I had to pause it and I had to sit there for like, I'm not even exaggerating when I say 10 minutes and just kind of stare at my screen and go, what the hell just happened? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to keep watching this guy. Mm-hmm. But I had to know how the story ended mm-hmm, because it's mm-hmm. told so well. So, this, so this, the show is just so good that it becomes difficult to watch because it's just so hard to see him sink into this just den of mm-hmm. sin. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, you, you know, um, all to say, I enjoyed El Camino. So and this is uh, number seven. Number seven. Number seven. Oh. Well, that's a very similar smell to the previous one. I'm getting a little more cherry on this one. Something a little fruitier. Maybe slightly more floral. Yeah. Okay, here I am going, who chews on this crap? I'm getting a little bit of a rose. <laughs> Sweetness on the nose. And no one knows a rose. Like a nose, nose, a rose. You knows. I could see that. I could see that floral note there. I think it smells very similar to the previous one. Mm-hmm. Which, hopefully, tastes just as good, too. Yeah, I definitely kind of get a uh, corn. Not so much anymore now, but like when I first smelled it, I definitely got hints of cherry and rose. Getting some like baking spices almost, like not straight up cinnamon, mm. but it's similar, you know. Like a nutmeg. Yeah, yeah, kind of like the baking spices, kind of like yeah. culminating all of those. Yeah, you see that? Yeah, maybe like a little bit of like a brown sugar. Little um. A little woodier, I think, uh-huh. on the flavor. More a little earthier. spicy spice again, but more actual pepper. Hugs there. Yeah, definitely pick out the pepper more in this one. I don't think the pepper hug is as strong as it was on the last one, but I I taste the pepper. Yes. I want to say this is a rye-based bourbon again. See, I'm leaning that or just straight-up rye. I think so. Maybe a sweeter rye? Yeah. Well, Scott, here, let me pull up what he said. So, Scott, again, today's the fifth. Scott posted on the group and said, like, he was the next four. Um, <clears throat> so, this morning, so the, the Thursday morning, he said, Good morning, Pittsburgh whiskey friends. For those of you participating in the whiskey advent calendar, I will be your guide through for days five through eight. The inspiration for my flight came from the rich history of the whiskey industry. Since getting into this hobby, I have always been fascinated by the industry and by how the industry has 
had to adjust over the years, whether it was finding a way to deal with whiskey rectifiers or the great failed national experiment that was prohibition. Kind of, I think he did that on purpose considering what today is. Right, 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 right. Then upon repeal, almost immediately being called into service to help our government with the production of military-grade industrial alcohol for World War II, then following the war, this is a big run-on sentence here, but then following the war, learning how to adjust to a changing consumer market. I think that these four selections are a timeless example of one particular style, but also showcase the variations within that style. I hope you all enjoy my flight as much as I did coming up with it. Cheers. I really appreciate so I not going that went into that. Yeah, he really there's thought a, about there's this a one. theme with mm-hmm, this, mm-hmm. and you can tell he's really proud of his choices. Yeah. Um, and I got to say, so far they're delicious. Yeah, and that's why I I hesitate saying that this is a rye because if the previous one is an actual bourbon, he's keeping to a similar right a style scheme. Yeah, right. style. Thank you, style. Uh, so this just tastes like maybe a higher proof version of the previous one. Do Do you think? That these are all bottled in bond, because wasn't that in response no, to that, prohibition? No, that was before that. Oh. No, um, no. But what comes to mind for me when I think prohibition is is um, Old Forester nineteen twenty. Yeah, that's their prohibition bourbon that they made. That's the recipe that they made during prohibition because they mm-hmm. had one of the the certificates. So yeah. Um, <clears throat> you think this is all part of the old Forester family? Possibly. It's been a bit since I had the 1910, so I don't really know. I can't really say if it's the whole thing, but it makes me think that he's kind of playing along those lines. You know right. what I mean? Which is why I think this, it's... it's old it, Forester wasn't the only one certified during Prohibition. No, right? no, there were a couple, but that's just the one that always sticks out to me when I, I think I wonder about if it. these are all certified. Probably. Maybe. I don't know. Mm. But this tastes like a higher proof version of number six. Okay. Yeah. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They definitely feel like they came from the same family. This is a similar base. I think one of them went a little more cinnamon, vanilla. The other one maybe went a little more floral fruit, but they definitely have a similar base, mm-hmm. especially with that pepper. Um, well, and that's why it the, makes the, me think that woodiness. this is a higher proof of the other one because the pepper comes out way more. The woodiness comes out way more, yeah. which means it's not diluted. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've had this before. It does taste kind of familiar. What if it ends up being the old Forester? I'll lose my shit. <laughs> I told you, as long as we get one out of 25 right, I'll be happy. What do you rate it? Because I, I'm gonna do a because six was a house. This is also a house. Mm-hmm. Because Same. if this is just, if this is exactly what I think it is, and it's a higher proof version of six, yeah, then yeah, you got to have both because this would be an awesome side by side, right? Which I, I don't want to do it right now because I want to save a little bit for after the reveal. Agreed. I um, it's a house for me also. Uh, I think I enjoyed six a little bit more. I did too. I liked. That that cinnamon was an unexpected delight mm-hmm. in the last one. I didn't get that as much in this one, but it was still an excellent tasting whatever mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. I'm going to say bourbon. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so I enjoyed it. So I would still give it a house. Yeah. Eight. Yeah. Ready for eight? I'm ready for eight. All right. So this is the last of Scott's. Yes. Yes, it is. And then... Then hell. Mount Doom. Yeah. (laughs) You know what? There's a question I've never asked. Hmm. And Alex will message me after he hears this. Who who, uh, last year put in the Ardbeg? Like, who picked the Ardbeg and put that in for... The advent calendar because they all kind of you know bought bottles and brought bottles and yeah 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 yeah. I mean, I, I, money says it's Alex, but I'm probably wrong. I don't know why I always thought it was Aaron. Mm. Probably mm. because he laughed the hardest. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Number eight. I wish we could go back and do five again. Yeah, I know. Because if this truly is supposed to be like a family, Mm -hmm. I feel like. But this one smells different than the previous two. Leathery, maybe? Yeah, leather. I'm I'm looking at our, our little flavor wheel here. I'm trying to think like, what is it that I smell? That smells a little, definitely smells a little toasted. Yeah. Um, there is a woodiness to this mm-hmm. again, but I, I mean that seems that's pretty common since given what they're aged in. Yeah. But yeah, I can't put my finger on it, but it tastes it smells different than the previous two. Get a little bit of that vanilla still. Mm-hmm. Which is one of the reasons I keep on coming back to bourbon, because I often find that bourbon is the one that has the most consistent vanilla smell, at least in my experience, my limited experience. Yeah. A little bit of caramel, maybe? No, mine is, it's it's not baking spices, but it's... It's, it's leather, tobacco, like... That type of, I could see like it. subtle. I could see tobacco. Yeah, that I don't know. I think that's that's what I maybe maybe nuttiness. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm definitely getting like a leathery vanilla with that earthy wood. I think I'm getting a little, maybe just a little bit of caramel though, like subtle. But I'm getting that kind of like cooked sugar kind of smell. Or my nose is totally broken and I'm screwed. Who knows? No, you're fine. We didn't do the other two yet, so you're okay. Then I'm screwed. Then, <laughs> yeah. Alex, you could have bought me dinner first, man. Pepper? Yeah. Dissipates quickly on the tongue. The flavor yeah, there's linger. no, there's no hug. Well, a little, this not, is not super a, minimal, not like the previous two. Um, hmm. Hmm. 
almost like a medicinal. Yeah. The alcohol really comes through in this mm-hmm. one. I got more on the nose than I'm getting on the palate with this guy. Yeah. I mean, definitely getting that pepper. But it goes away quick on this one. It doesn't hang around. Mm-mm. I don't even get as much corn on this one as I've done on the other two. No, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think based off his description, and I'm, it's trying. I'm trying to think of what this could be. And immediately, first sip, I wanted to say this was a beam product. Okay. Beam has that nuttiness to it, mm-hmm. which I got it on the first hit, but not as much on the second, which is why I'm I'm falling away from that thought. I think that um, I think it's probably still a bourbon. I do think this one's rye based. Or do you think it's just a rye? If it's a rye, then it's not a high percentage rye whiskey. Like it's not like it's not like one hundred percent rye whiskey, you know. Because the fact that pepper dies out halfway through, you know. I don't think the proof's too high. It may be sitting around one hundred proof, but I would put that max one hundred. Yeah. No. What do you think? It's a downtown for me. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't bad, but it was just kind of, um, sorry, I'm trying to think of the right words. It just, it wasn't very assertive. It didn't really have much of a presence for me on the palate. Definitely had more on the nose than on the palate. It felt kind of nondescript a little bit. Um, if someone was to say, oh, what is generic whiskey tastes like i'd be like oh kind of like this you know not bad Mm -hmm. but you're not gonna you're not gonna take a a drink of it and be like oh wow well no let me rephrase that i didn't take a drink of that and think to myself oh there's a lot of layers here there's a lot of you know levels to this and i could be totally wrong because again i've got a really young palate i'm i'm by no means an expert but i feel like we're doing better than we did last year i think so too um but we're very young so like we were more. I think we had a lot more houses because we were a lot more open. Yeah. Now we kind of like figured out what we like, and mm-hmm. you know our flavor, our own personal flavor profiles. Yeah. Um. I think that's why we're being a little bit more picky this year. Yeah, I you just know? like different flavor profiles to have a little bit more of a pronounced presence. Right. On the at least that's what I expect on out of the these. Ones. I don't expect yeah. the makers. No. Um, you know, last year they had uh, a mellow corn. I don't expect that this year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. That being said, it wasn't bad by any means. It, it, if someone was to buy this for me downtown, I would drink it very happily. It's, mm-hmm. not, a, it's not a problem. I just think that um, the other two that we had today were far and away yeah. much better. Absolutely. Had a much more robust flavor profile mm-hmm. and a much more robust palate. Yeah. So... Mm-hmm. In my opinion, there were a lot no, more layers that made themselves known. This one, you kind of had to really look for it, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you might enjoy that because you kind of, if you want to sit and you want to think about the drink that you're having, you want to really kind of focus in on that, turn it into kind of a Zen moment. That's fine. 
my problem was after three or four sips, I still wasn't finding much difference between the sips. Whereas the other ones, every sip I caught a little something mm-hmm. different, which mm-hmm. I really enjoyed. Yeah. So. Cool. All right. Well, thank you, Scott. Yeah, Scott. Those, those, um, number six and seven and seven were bomb.com. Yeah. And six in particular for me was, wow. Yeah. I would mm-hmm. like to find mm-hmm. out what that was and get a which bottle we will. of that from, yeah. But I would, whatever that was, I think I would like to get a bottle of that mm-hmm. from my house. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. You ready to journey into Alex land? Be kind to us, Alex. <laughs> Be kind. This is not, yeah, this is not. Think okay. about our children. We cannot leave them as orphans. They're looking awful pale. Yeah, they are. Definitely compared to whatever Scott had. These are definitely uh, lighter. Good heavens. I don't know. I don't know. That was just an explosion of nerves. Hey, at least we would know if he threw Unicum in, the, in here with us. If, if that happened, my table would have exploded already. Well, no, we would have pulled it out and been black. That's true. Oh. Would you like to drink my alcoholic mud? <laughs> Sorry, Alex, no offense. <laughs> now he knows what he's doing with it. I know. But no, but I, I appreciate why he enjoyed the Unicum. It's just that's very much a, a quiet. Well, there's a lot. Of, there's there's more history to that there with is, him. There is. Yeah. And um, I'm just, I, my, my, I got such a little baby palate that that would be mm-hmm. like giving a stick shift to a toddler and saying, take me to New Jersey. <laughs> okay. I definitely get some of that peat on there, but it's sweet. But I don't, on the nose, this is an Islay. This is something else. I think it's a scotch. I think it's a scotch. Not, when I say I get that peat, I don't mean I get like a punch of peat. I mean, there's like a little subtle. It's, it's subtle. It's yeah. very subtle. But that kind of peatiness that you associate with a scotch, it's there. But mm-hmm. it's subtle. And this is sweeter than I was anticipating. It's super sweet. Yeah. Is it possible that we're starting with a gentle scotch? Or is this I mean, he sort, might be, yeah. Or is this some sort of cool trick? Well, let's find out right now. Okay. Definitely a scotch. Mm-hmm. But I'll be damned. That wasn't bad at all. That was smooth as hell. I got, like, a sweet apple I'm getting through that. serious apricot on the back. That's it. Yep, that's what I'm thinking. I knew it was fruitiness. But it's a, I straight up like I licked an okay, apricot. Alex, I owe you an apology. Well, okay, <laughs> I owe you an apology. No, you said be first. gentle, and he was. I owe you an apology for this first one. Who knows what else you have in store for us? I haven't forgotten the art bag. I'm not saying that was you. I'm just saying somebody thought that was hilarious. Um, but I owe you an apology for this first one because this is not at all what I was expecting. I. All right, before I give it the, my rating, I, want, I actually want to take a minute to like about the nose and all because we didn't even talk about the nose we did a little bit a little bit it the nose i'm not getting a whole lot i get a little bit of sweetness on the nose and some of that peatiness that you would associate with scotch it's all a little bit gentle a little more subtle but i get so much more on the palate with this one than i did on the nose Mm -hmm. it's very dry Mm. it's not oily um it is sweet there's a, a peat slash milkiness to it which tells me the way this tastes, this is not Islay. No. I'm not knowledgeable enough to, to name a different region. Alex, if you were here, I would shake your hand. This is really good. I'm going to take a stab in the dark and say, Speeside. Probably wrong, and I probably just said that wrong. 
space side space. I don't know. Oh, just because a little it... bit of the space side. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go, folks. That's the one great thing about drinking a scotch. <laughs> it brings out your Eleanor William Wallace. <laughs> I was gonna say it brings out your James. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you Ken? The more the more I let this kind of breathe, and after a few sips, the more I kind of get a little bit of that apricot, that fruitiness on the nose. I th- I this is a has. This is a has, hundred percent. I think this is an I excellent would intro. Your hand, if you were here right now, and I would give you a hug, and I would apologize. Um, if you wanted to get somebody into scotch, I think this would be an excellent intro. This is a really gentle lover. This is a really really nice, clean. Mm-hmm. No fuss, no muss. It's, it's crisp. It's crisp. It's crisp yeah. but dry. If that it, makes sense. It does, especially once you've had it. Yeah. But also, especially the fact that it doesn't kind of hold on after the fact makes it really easy to drink. It doesn't have you choking on that peat. Yeah. That peat, you get it. It's mm-hmm. a great introduction to it, but it quickly transitions over into that smooth I, apricot, a- which that sweet sminish, sweet sminish, sweet, oh, that sweet sminish, <laughs> that's... <laughs> that sweet finish on the end really kind of rounds out the whole experience nicely to me. See, I almost want to say it's more smoky than peat. I would agree. You know? Yeah, I think I would agree, but I think you still get a little bit of that. But peat. maybe that's because it's all so so subtle. I, think. I I I didn't get a lot of peat. I just got that kind of. Imagine peat was the sun, and. The actual sun, the part where it's just a concentration of gases, mm-hmm. was Big Pete. Okay, or Ardbeg 10. Okay. I was wondering where you're going with Imagine this. Imagine it was that. Okay. This is kind of the effervescence of Pete, kind of around the edge, that kind of ethereal, it's almost like a misting of Pete. Mm hmm. With more smoke, but it just, you get a hint of it, but it doesn't come and slit your throat <laughs> like an angry Scotsman. Yeah. That got visceral quick. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. All right. Ready for number 10? More so than I was 10 minutes ago. Okay. Alex, I really want to know what that was. That was really good. We will find out. I want to know now. No, I don't. I want to be surprised. But yeah. I want to know. But I want to be surprised. <gasps> My brain is going to explode. See, now now I'm worried that I'm being lulled into a false sense of security. But here's, here's one thing that's the difference. You can always tell when it's going to be a rough. When you pour it and you smell it before it's even. And I um, haven't done that yet. And I haven't had yeah. that yet. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. Mm-hmm. But we still have three more to get through next week. Two more of his. Two more of his? We just did two. They do four. Oh, each. that's right. They do four each. I and then the last five is like a, a combination okay. of a bunch of them. So. All right. Shall we? Nosy note. <laughs> I'm confused. Floral. Yeah. Subtle. Hmm. 
I don't get any peat or smoke. It's mostly floral on this. I don't understand smelling anything. Don't knock the mic over. <laughs> Jeez. Is that how you smell? Uh. <laughs> Shout out to my brother Rob. It was a tribute to you, buddy. I was going to say, he needs to come home soon so we can have him on. No, we need to go visit him. We need to go to Texas. Yes. <laughs> Shoot. And, and in go like, stand in front of balcones and, and flip them off. Yeah. <laughs> what am I getting on this? Mm, there it is. All right, so that's the scotch. Yeah, it's definitely. Okay, that's... um. But that there's was- floral, peat, but not on the front. Actually, I've literally got nothing on the front end. That Pete was, and then the it can, Pete in the middle, floor on the back. That was once again really gentle mm-hmm. and sweet and smooth and crisp. A little more oily than the last one. He's not helping with my anxiety. He's not because I'm wondering. <laughs> I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop, or or is that his whole thing this year? Is this year he's like, ah, oh, they're going to be expecting something treacherous. Mm-hmm. So this year, I'm just going to give them something nice. Mm-hmm. They're going to be miserable the whole time, but <laughs> but it'll be a delight. Mm-hmm. But it'll be hell. It'll be wonderful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just, it is the dichotomy. Mm-hmm. That is Alex. Mm-hmm. Alex, I owe you another hug. Another handshake. These are really good. This, is, this would be another good intro scotch, I think, because it's not too intense. In any way. I mean, this one, I think it gets a little bit more peaty than the last one did, but not by much. See, not a lot. I get way more floral on this. Like, 100% this floral. I get more of the peat on the um, the smoky peat on the palate than I did with the last one, but mm-hmm. this one is more floral, especially on the nose. Like, I get the peat, but the floral takes over so quickly. Flip this over to floral so we can see what we're looking at. Rose petal. Rose petal. Geranium. Ugh, that's an anise. (laughs) I'm sorry. Go get the anise. I can't. I'm not. Nope, I'm done. Can you taste the anise? (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't as fond of this one as the last one. Last one was better. But I still want to shake Alex's hand by virtue of him not killing me so far. I like this one. However, I loved the other one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that Again, this wouldn't be a bad introductory Scott for Pete or Scott. <laughs> wow. I do a podcast, you guys. I'm real good with the words and such. I think this would be a really good introduction to Scotch 
for people who wanted to just kind of know what Pete was like without getting punched in the face by it, because this one is a little bit peatier than the last one, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that the other one would be an even better introduction to Scotch because I just thought it was more delightful. I mm-hmm. love that apricot finish. I like the layers on the last one. Um, I give this one a high downtown. Um, if someone were to get it for me as like a gift for my house, I wouldn't be upset by that. Um, I thought it was good. I would drink it again, but I don't think I'd buy a bottle of it. You know, I could have a glass of it now and again, but I wouldn't need a bottle of it. That first one, I would get a bottle of it. So that's my super roundabout, over-explained rationalization of giving this a downtown. Nice. So I'm not ignoring you. I'm writing these notes. No, it's all good, buddy. I know. I'm doing it for the listeners, John. I'm taking, so for those of you at home, for those of you playing the home game, um, I'm taking notes of our, our, the nose and the palate, and then I'm also keeping track of our, obviously our ratings, and then I'm keeping a tally for each one of ours. So, mm-hmm. so after 10, I have three houses, six dantans, and one throw it out. You have four houses, five dantans, in one throw it out. Respectable. Mm-hmm. So and yeah. we and 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 we continue to live. Mm-hmm. So we have enough saved up I for want to love for uh, the 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 uh, not the release. Jeez, oh man, the reveal. Indeed. If we end up liking one of these and go back. And then we've also poured what's left of each one of our glasses into one big one. So let's see what this tastes like. Slancha. I really get that bourbon coming through on this. I get the pepper coming through like crazy on the palate. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, that wasn't as good as the last <laughs> one through five blend. These were all so, well, the majority of what we had today was so unique mm-hmm. in their own right mm-hmm. that I feel like those wouldn't be whiskeys that would blend too well with others because you get a lot of whiskeys that have um, really complex profiles. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, I'm personifying them here, but I feel like those personalities would compete with each other for dominance in a whiskey. And mm-hmm. I think this is just resulting in something very peppery mm-hmm. with all of them. I don't hate it. I wouldn't throw it out, but I wouldn't buy it either. This blend is a Dan Tan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But waste not, want not. Someday we're going to get letters saying, like, can Zach just not talk anymore or make noises into the thing anymore? And then we'll throw those letters out because those people don't count. Yay! <laughs> this is what support looks like, kids. Mm-hmm. Find someone in your life who supports you like John supports my noises. Mm-hmm. Speaking of support, head on over to your favorite podcast app and give us a five-star rating rate and review. That was amazing, John. <laughs> I needed a good transition. Yeah, let us know how we're doing. Uh, I know not too many people, pro- they probably get to, you know, 
couple minutes left in the show and probably just skip to the next show and don't really listen to the ending. So if you're still listening to this, welcome. But yeah, make sure you guys give us a a five-star rate and review. Uh, Just let us know how we're doing. We love hearing from you guys. And anything else you need, whether it be for those Jim Yinzers or Pittsburgh Whiskey Friends, you can always head to pittsburghwhiskeyfriends.org. All the links you ever need are on that page. Mm-hmm. You can find us at pittsburghwhiskeyfriends.org slash those dram yinzers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really, they, they did a really good job with the website. You go right to the main one, you can see all the different headings and everything. Hold on. We didn't give them a full website. It's http oh, dot really? dot slash slash. Sorry. <laughs> anyway. Uh, if you still want to donate onesies, we're still collecting the onesies, so PM us, uh, whether it be through Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, and uh, I'll hook you up with the address to send stuff to. Or we could figure out somewhere to meet up if you don't feel like mailing. <laughs> True that. Mm-hmm. Alrighty, folks. Well, Zachary, cheers to you, sir. John, cheers to you. And cheers, cheers to you. Dreaming of a white whiskey. I'm done. Bye.